0: Yo, season two, episode one of the Heard Podcast. Welcome back, yo. Welcome back to season two. Of that one. Hey, guys. Welcome, welcome to season two, episode one. Yo, welcome to season two, episode one. Greetings, greetings. I'm Chance, your humble host. Welcome to season two, episode one of the Heard Podcast. That's terrible. I'm not doing the intro, man. People keep ragging on me. Y'all do it then. No
1: introduction needed. I'm a genius. You know me. I stay G'd up. About to go bigger than
2: me. A cold wool cardigan fleece. I dress like I could have been G.
1: Welcome,
0: welcome, welcome. Season 2, Episode 1 of the Unheard Podcast. I'm your host, Chance, joined by my co-host, Taj and Vance. Um, We've been gone for a few months, man, getting some shit together, but um, we back better than ever. And we got a great episode and just podcasts in store for y'all. So, you know, if you're new here, welcome. Go follow us on the socials, Unheard Pod, one on Twitter, Unheard Podcast on Instagram um and if you're returning also follow us but you know welcome back thank you for sticking with us um we got a great episode in store for y'all today man first we're gonna get into you know new releases um you know major news and i guess just music right now which is you know the Yeet. he dropped this week we also have kanye he dropped um vultures last week but that got oh, dropped ty so dollar we don't sign. get into that kanye and ty dollar sign sorry ty dollar sign um <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, we're gonna touch a little bit on the YSL case. There's some updates there, um, and then we're gonna get into sort of like this this Spotify classics list that they released um, this past week. Just delving into, you know, 30 of their favorite albums from the streaming era. So stick around, but let's get into our first topic.
1: Vance, All right, this is your guy. You brought him to the podcast. I feel like you were like, were you the, you were the first person I heard talk about Ye? This is like your son. Oh, You're probably rich off Ye stock by now. How are we feeling, 2093?
3: I can't lie, man. You know, I don't come on this podcast to cap. If y'all knew, there's no fake industry opinions. I don't pick sides. I don't have, I just have nothing but my taste. At the end of the day, all I have is my taste. That's all I can protect. Um, And my taste was telling me that this wasn't it. It, it wasn't, it wasn't it. It was, it was... Chess with
1: the strongest head nod (laughs) ever.
0: I knew I knew what was coming with this take. I knew what was coming with this take. Um, So,
3: and 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 I just like it's not even an element of kind of like because okay, I'm not going to go too deep into it, but kind of framing the idea of albums being it or not it, you know, a lot of that falls on um, execution and kind of coming from that. That execution a lot is tied to expectation for me. And, um, you know, when that artist doesn't hit, a lot of times it can kind of be seen that, that feeling that kind of results from it is disappointing, you know, or upset or let down. Um, and interestingly enough, I don't feel that way about this mis-execution, which is like a, it's a, it's strange. Um, I think there was a lot, first of all, 22 songs is a lot. Um. But that's I like his normal. Cover. That's his normal thing. It it is, but he's also done like you know the seven packs. The, the he did that little eight pack without the way on it and a couple other songs. So I didn't know if we were gonna get something smaller because it was kind of a shock drop. Um, you know, obviously he's going left. He's doing the industrial shit. He's in the Batman movie. He's making Blade Runner music, and we heard hints of it. You know, Todd just talked about this many many months ago on this podcast that Yeet is kind of has a chance to jump into this new sound and whether or not he does it is is up for grabs and whether or not he does it well is up for grabs. And I think now we're seeing the results. So do I respect him for kind of taking that leap? Because, you know, there hasn't really been too many underground artists that we've seen try and delve out. A lot of them kind of get that complaint that they sound too much alike. So to see Yeet kind of, you know, take that leap, I think there's 100% respect there Uh, from an artist standpoint. I just think Um, he's in a transitional period, you know. We go. So, what was the miss? What was the the miss for you? For me, the miss was on the transition. Like, like that's what I'm kind of trying to get to. Like, I feel like this album is just in the middle of a transition period, to where he's trying. Like, we can hear that he's trying to get somewhere. I just don't think it's there yet. I think the cohesion on the album was a lot messed up. I think the song order should have been changed. Um, I didn't like the mixes. Um, and, you know, with when you change your sound, you're gonna have to change the way you mix your music. He used to mix all of his own music, which is why it sounded so together and so distinct. And I think now, working with different producers, working with different engineers, like you, you're gonna have to lock in a little bit more to get it super concise. But you know, like for what it is, and you know, it's, it's, it's a leap. It's an, it's an experience.
1: So do so right you album. see it as growing pains? Or do you see it as you going the wrong direction? Pains. Okay.
3: Oh no, fully. I see it as growing pains, um, and you know I'm not the only consumer in the world. Like we could look back at this in two or three years and see that a bunch of other people are making music like this that might be a little bit more refined, and we can kind of credit Yeet to maybe one, being one of the uh, pioneers. Um, or we could go back in two years and look back and say that this was just a miss, and maybe Yeet's making better music now. Maybe he's not, but um, I do think it's this is kind of just the mark of the transition. And for me personally, I don't. I didn't. I think 22 songs is a little overwhelming for me as a consumer to hear you go through a transition. I would like something a little more kind of concise, just refined.
1: Chance, you've been a generational Yeet hater from day one? Is this like I'm not you're a generational victory
0: hater? you victory
1: lap or what?
0: And I'm not hating. I, I, I've just accepted the fact that, you know, through several albums at this point, and, you know, even into this latest one, Yeet just doesn't make music for me, for my ears. For what I like to consume. And that is okay. Um, I'm not the universal consumer. It's okay for me to not like things and they still be good. I can still see the appeal, why people might be into these things. I am just not. I try my hardest. Every album it comes out just does not. So so separating yourself from it, do you still think this is good? No. No. Separate myself from it, no. I don't like it, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> all that still. <laughs> exactly. I thought he was about to be like. I mean, you asked me to separate me myself. <laughs> Um and listen, man, I think I think Vance is right. One, I'm not gonna get into the lint here, but y'all know I hate that shit. Like, I can't I can't do it. I was about nine, ten songs in and I'm just like, Jesus Christ, I feel like I've been listening for a while, nothing's really stuck. And then I look at the track list, I'm like, bro, I'm like a third of the way through the album. <laughs> like, yeah. Ain't no way. <laughs> I'm like a hype. This cook for me. <laughs> like, I'm worn out. Um, <laughs> uh I, I mean i thought the song with the lil wayne feature was good uh i thought i mean lil wayne had a great feature um but outside of that man nothing really w- stuck for me was really memorable um so yeah i mean i don't i don't really have an in-depth analysis or breakdown for you guys i'm just not really a fan of yeet and so if that's your biggest takeaway then that's fine with me
1: i like the album every yeet album to me is like a seven excluding like his first one that like made him pop off that one was like in the eight territory but every other one has been like a seven uh and this one's a seven it's a seven in like a expanding direction like tracks two from power trip through right before the drake track nothing changed so two through six great stretch i like it breathe is great they did a little regular show basketball you god like sample breathe. yeah it's just like a it's like a little club like just the club bounce it's nice yeah. it's fun and then power trip you got the childish gambino vocals on the second half i'm like all right this is nice this is smooth he slowed down the track <laughs> I love again. It's like another little club record type shit. I love, I
4: love,
2: I love when you range with me. I love, I love, I love, I love when you stay with me. How
1: like he had a few. I would say it was probably ten for twenty-two. As far as like tracks actually light, which isn't like that's not fifty percent. But also when you like take into account, you going in a different direction. Like, you always get plus two points from me when you go in a different direction, like, no matter what. Because, like, all right, he, he's already at the top. Not to spoil, like, another segment, but he's already at the top of a very distinct category. Him taking a switch right now is a risk. Like, he can lose, like, a third of his fans easy with this type of album. So that's, like, plus two already, just the fact that you're taking that chance. And it's, like, he didn't miss. He think like, give him
0: participation points.
1: That's why I asked Vance if, like, he thought the album was a miss, like, or did he think it was Growing Pains? Because a miss would be like, damn, this is kind of trash. Like, But Growing Pains is like, you're trying something new, but it's not fully there yet. And I can respect that.
3: Like, imagine if Stevie Wonder and Michael Jackson had shitty mixes. You know, I feel like they're artists that's supposed to sound like magic. They're supposed to sound like experience. Like, they're not really supposed to be in the same category of like music that all their peers are in, you know? So it's like, that mixing is a huge part of that experience. So, when you lose such a vital part of that, and I'm not obviously comparing Yeet to Michael Jackson, but you know what I mean. I'm just, just in terms of like the importance of mixes to getting off the artist's full potential, I just feel like uh, it's understated a lot. And I mean, obviously, now we have the benefit that you can remix songs and re upload them to streaming, but yeah, it just sounds too cinematic. It's too cinematic.
1: Too cinematic as a negative, hilarious.
3: <laughs> Nigga, like, yeah, absolutely. I don't want so now. Everybody needs to be making Hans Zimmer music, like, and I don't I lost like that it.
0: grunge aspect that people were attracted to.
3: Right, it was raw, and like, like it can't. If it's gonna be cinematic, you have to say something. Like, did you hear the Drake song?
1: Yeah, I didn't like the Drake song. Okay,
3: thank. Like, come on, bro. It sounds. It's like a weird Travis Drake Kanye inspired like production it's like utopia it's like the same kind of i don't know like and travis gets away with it because that's kind of been his thing forever but like this sounds like it just sounds a little too sudden of a shift
1: i, I feel like even on the like, the saying something tip, i feel like he actually did say some stuff on his album like bought the earth it's probably one of my more favorite re, like Yee songs just cause he actually sang something of like I left you behind I, I did it purposefully I wanted money I was like alright
4: you want a fairy tale life you want me to tuck in a your night. I live a out of
1: I'll you night
2: I know it's always changing every turn
1: I'll never look back on the bridge I burn I'll tell you one thing that's way to work Making out is money enough to buy the
4: earth.
1: I bought the earth. Like, before, everything I liked from Yeet was, like, this experience of, like, how it made me feel. And I was like, oh, I actually like this verse. Like, what he's saying. Like, so I think there was jumps. I get the mixed point. Like, it doesn't have that same sound. It doesn't sound as, like, a Yeet album. But I think he reached the cap of, like, what a Yeet album could do and sound like. I feel like he reached, he capped that already. Like, he mm-hmm. can't keep doing that raw, grungy sound. Like, there's only so far you can go.
3: There is, but, like, you can do this better. Like, that's just my thing. Like, I saw Niggas, when it first came out, the first thing I saw people talk about, oh, this is going to get in so many movies. Like, this is going to be so good for business. I'm like, yeah. When they start talking about the business of the album, (laughs) that's when you know the product is (laughs) ass. When they start talking about the business opportunities it's going to bring in and the audiences is going to, that's when you know it's not really you know, or else we would be talking about the songs.
0: Yeah, I will say, um, you know, on that note, on a separate note, about uh, things other than the music. This is the first time I ever seen what Yeet looked like without that goddamn balaclava, the ski mask. Um, so what, what is what what race is he is he like Mexican
3: and Romanian? Interesting.
1: I was like, what? Mm, where
3: is this nigga from? I know. So he
4: said,
0: was really stumped
3: <laughs> he was really trying to solve that one
0: i just i had only seen like bro you know either the he either looked like O.G.Z. or just a nigga with about a clava uh no in between so all right let's move on man um before Yeet, there was ty dollar sign a um vultures vultures one specifically Um. Uploaded to streaming.
1: you guys think the chances are we actually get a vultures two and three?
3: I think it's high. I think it's high. We got donda two, kind of. it only
1: come out on that stem <laughs> i'm About to say we didn't get donda two. <laughs> Whoever got finesse got donda two. <laughs> yep.
0: Yeah, so vultures one came out a couple weeks ago. um Did 153k first week. um They announced that they would be hairlining Rolling Loud. And then all traces of the album were removed from the internet um, about a week later. So, you know, interesting turn of events. Um, do we want to break that down a little bit first before we get into the album? Just what happened, man? We, we had the album. I know there was some controversy initially behind sort of the samples, like people weren't clearing samples. Mickey um, Minaj, for instance, notably quotes, quoted that she wouldn't clear new body um which is obviously a song that came out you know 3 4 years ago at this point but what happened there man why is vultures 1 not on streaming and is it coming back
1: It is on streaming right now it's back on Apple Music at least I didn't really? know that Yeah I think the main issue was the
3: Donna Summer sample it was on the 14th track good don't die they had to remove that um there was a legal sampling so basically just like unauthorized use of um the Donna Summer sample um, her estate obviously reached out, basically put like a cease and desist out. Um, so they had to take the album down and then put it back up. But like, I know that admin admin work is just hell for whoever's independently uploading this Kanye album, because I think that's some, a lot of people, I mean, it's Kanye, so it's a little different. You know, he has the resources to kind of drop independently and not really say it's like a stance or like a hit on his career, but um. <clears throat> The fact that he did do it independently means he had to work with some distributor and trying to, you know, work a Kanye album, not just with all the features and all the markets you have to hit, but all the samples that have to be cleared and making sure the legal looks good as well. I can't imagine
0: the hell. So I think that's why we saw some trouble with. You're saying he just don't have the backings of a label who have all this in-house lawyers, legal counsel. Yeah. All this stuff. yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: The whole thing was, I only respected Ozzy Osbourne. Like, (laughs) Ozzy Osbourne was like, no, I'm not clearing my sample. This nigga just said he was a Nazi five months ago. (laughs) I'm like, all right, thank you. Like, the one person being honest about the situation, (laughs) distribution company was like, you found a loophole in our automated system, so we didn't want to, like, (laughs) You have an automated system. That's not a loophole. (laughs) Nigga, use your company properly.
3: (laughs) That's crazy (laughs) as hell.
1: Like just say the truth. Like he was talking crazy and you don't want to be associated with him. So okay.
0: Damn, I'm I'm am i I'm sorry. I'm just remembering that this dude said he was a nice bro. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, he's is that nigga that you ever be in an argument where like you just feel like they're one of them know it all ass niggas, bro, and they just have to play devil's advocate for sake of you be talking about some shit everybody's on the same page about and there's one nigga in the corner just wanna go, no. Or just 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 to play devil's advocate and it's just like gaslighting you. It's just like, no, bro. This nigga Yeah is tripping.
1: Yeah. I do hate that. But yeah, don't even like the devil advocate this nigga, is, like she's, once she's, you prove them wrong, you're like they are like, No, I don't actually believe this. I'm just playing devil's advocate. Yeah, it was like, nah, I believe this. <laughs> and I'm devil's advocate. Like he was just standing on it <laughs> for like no reason.
4: Advocate
3: and I'm about that life. <laughs> like put me with them people. I said, Oh, okay. Um, all right. But he also is one of those people that is just going to, you know, kill everybody with distraction. Like, every week is a new story. So you kind of forget what happened like two weeks ago. Like, you already forgot about his naked wife. Because now the album is going through release troubles. There's too many events happening. But how'd
0: y'all like the album, man? You know I'm a Tidalist stand, so I'm a little biased. When I first heard it, I was definitely, I was definitely kind of into the general vibe for the most part. I wasn't sure how in love I was with the music itself or how the music sort of blended together as an album. But I generally like to feel like paid, like is a notable one in the first couple songs where just like that comes on and it's just like you jam and it's like, let's go. Um, I also liked, you know, surprisingly, the the YG song. They don't have the features. I'm pulling up the checklist online. I don't have the features. I don't have the music. Um,
3: Do y'all like the surprise features real quick?
1: Or no,
0: I hate that shit, bro. Just put the person's name, bro. Like I I want to for (laughs) first listen
1: after that. Like after a week, you should go ahead and just list the features. I like
0: that. Um. So here we go. Back back to it. Yeah, I like to do it with YG. I like that sort of nip came on at the beginning. They did the whole like LA like new age. Like black party theme. Do it stay wet or smell fresh. Can I feel your tooth through the late text? Just go round, stay wet. Can your whole girl watch? Can she go next? get a light song. Tell her watch this. When I make you green, I'ma talk shit. When you flip back, and you got grip. Keep your tongue out when you get your spy. I just want to know. Uh YG came on there, gave a good verse, so I like those songs generally. Obviously, fuck some with with Playboy Cardi and Travis Scott, one of my favorites. Vultures, the single with Dirk, um, so I liked it. But then you know I listened more and more started, started pop popping out. Burn, notably that that ended up being one of my 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 um one of the songs I, I really liked. Remind me,
1: Very great verse from Kanye,
0: right? It remind me of just that that oh yeah. Like the way he just slid on there, like just did his thing. Who's not
1: entertained by my pain? Who ain't cash a check on my name? When my campaign turned to campaign, I burn 8 billion and take off my chains. Burn, baby, burn. Sometimes it hurts, I guess I never learned. So who would make a turn of CEO of the firm? It's now someone's focusuring with big worm couple wrong turns to cry you
2: forever It's a permanent pain perm. you charge it for cookie that's bang for your buck if you kissing on a mouth, he charging enough you heard i was flying around they was traffic out i was dying a gap man the world gone mad her are Kelly in the next valencia you
1: got
0: I think that run you know starting at burn into fuck some with cardi and travis into vultures which again another one of my favorite songs it was a great song carnival with rich the kid Rich the Kid came on there. I'm like, okay, Rich the Kid. He was him and Cardi.
3: He was rapping for his Car- life on that song. Rap must have been due.
2: <laughs> Way too rich to drive a road, made a million out of stone
0: we got two deep voice cardi verses and um and then in, ending with beg forgiveness featuring chris brown man that was a nice run you know when you tacked it on with the back to me which you know for as controversial as that was i liked the duo yg the page nothing <laughs> controversial about this
1: song Yeah, wait. i didn't i
3: didn't
0: i didn't i didn't like the um I thought all right, I don't controversial, vulgar, 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 not controversial, very vulgar is the word I I wanna use rather. But you know, when you sort of tally that up of songs you can sort of revisit, you know, that gets you the nine, ten out of out of sixteen. And then once you count the one or two taken off, that's like a pretty high hit ratio. That we're talking about seventy percent. Um so yeah, if you got a seventy percent completion percentage, like that's Hall of Fame number. So I'm not gonna say this a Hall of Fame ass album. Um I think I still need time to figure that out. Like, how much do I really like this? But, you know, for now, it, it's cool for the moment. Like, I'm definitely revisiting a lot of these songs that I just mentioned.
1: I like it a lot. It's my favorite, yeah, album since The Life of Papa. Just because, like, what Chance said, like, every album that came out post The Life of Papa, I was like, when am I really listening to this? Like, I'm not really, like, yeah, Jesus is King. I was like, all right, one or two songs, but I'm never listening to it front to back. Donda it was like alright there's some moments but there's like too many moments it's like easy to get lost in the album and then it's like a lot was just kind of throwing shit at the wall I was like ah not really here for it but this one is like it's very concentrated like even though he's not really saying shit it's just a concentrated happy feeling around the album it's like an upbeat feeling so it's like whenever I'm just like starting the day or I'm walking to the gym it's like alright I'll just listen to Vultures it's, like, it's just an upbeat makes you like Makes your heart beat a little fast, makes you want to go out and do some shit. It's like, all right. And I think the fact that he's not saying shit is actually good. Like, normally I would kill an artist for like not saying anything on an album, but like, I think everybody's kind of just Kanye fatigue, Kanye opinion fatigue. So it's like, please don't say shit. That's like, please deal, just you know, give us the beats and let us go on with the rest. Anymore. Let Ty Dollar fill in the gaps. So that's what happened. It was like, all right. I'm cool with this.
3: Yeah, I agree with, with, with both of y'all statements. I think that, like, to Taj's point, he set up a really nice soundscape and a really nice kind of just feeling around the album. There's a lot of things you can do to this album. Like, you can go grocery shopping to this album. You can clean the house to this album. You can play 2K, turn on the carnival, put it on loop a 100 times, you know. You can fight a UFC match to this album. Like, there's so many things you can you can do. When are you
1: fighting the UFC match? What is your day-to-day know, life like? Just,
3: I don't know like you know I've been on you know, Instagram you know they got the little clips you ever seen the clips of the like backyard, <laughs>
1: the backyard oh yeah backyard. I just watched the nigga in the garage get beat up
3: I'm like, <laughs> crazy but you know like this album it just has a lot of settings and um to Chance's point I think it was just like a high hit rate like I think there were there weren't a lot of skips or I didn't really feel like uh exhausted by the end of a lot of songs um there's a lot of changes a lot of switch-ups but not forced you know um and I'm not here to shit on travis um or utopia but i think like there were a couple forced switch ups like the drake song sundown i think that was what it was called but the drake song on utopia had like it felt like a very forced switch up like an example where kind of a beat switch isn't really providing anything to the track
0: but i think kind of because they were just trying to recreate what that was the sickle mode right sickle mode i'm like wow this is insane (laughs) (laughs) It's the exact same formula <laughs> They didn't try to hide it at all It's the opposite of tasteful um. Wow The rare I heard consensus Alright let's get into unheard, man. Uh man When you talk about this I mean for obvious reasons When you talk about this I'm on a podcast But it came out about Maybe a month ago at this point Fredo Bang Yes I'm sad uh, I want to play my favorite track off there Not my whole slash keep it pimping Specifically the keep it pimping part
2: Gotta keep your friends up on our business I think I love you But I still keep it pimping I keep my pole when I roll like I'm fishing. I got some bros and they still in the trenches. Hmm. How your Gucci coming? Hmm. Bounce like Easter money. Hmm. I'm gon' keep you running. Okay. Hmm. For that Netflix, I say, baby, come get your bed with killer pussy. Hmm. I say, white chalk. I'm a street nigga, not the sidewalk. Uh. I said, whoa, whoa, slow your road Trying to cuff me like on white folks I got feelings for you I saw the whole, like,
1: buy and sell lawyer That's actually a viral tweet this week It was several viral tweets Just pointing, uh, <laughs> Nicole Feagan is her name She got arrested on gang-related charges And then somehow Twitter just found every <laughs> Every video of her rapping Every video of her with money Every, <laughs> every piece of content that could be used as evidence, Twitter found it in, like, 20 seconds.
3: I saw she was on She was on Instagram, like, rapping lyrics. She was giving advice to uh, women that are in relationships with dudes in the street, like, telling them what to do, what not to do, like, don't look through his phone. Like, I didn't think it was serious. I thought it was a parody, but at the same time, like, they said she came straight from, like, Iowa or Idaho from, like, law school straight to Atlanta, and basically it's just, like, they lawyer. Um, for all the street niggas.
1: Her Instagram is uh at Law. The first line of her bio <laughs> is Miss Got Proof question oh my mark. Goodness. <laughs> like that's her <laughs> that's her whole slogan. And I was like reading about her. Apparently she was like a rising star in like the defense attorney world. Cause she would just like get like people off basically, and then be like got proof and like she was just like branding herself as this whole Miss Got Proof thing it seemed like she was just biting off a little too much for Georgia. They got pissed.
3: Yeah, I mean, I I don't have the detailed details, but I I think I read that um, she had basically disclosed evidence from another case with um, someone that she had not been currently, like, representing um, and, like, basically telling him to get rid of his cell phone or, like... (laughs) His phone out yeah, basically tampering with evidence, that's what she's actually being charged on,
4: or
1: tampering with the trial or whatever. Um, which I didn't even know it was like a crazy thing. Of like, I feel like most lawyers probably say, like, Hey, but that's not, get rid but that's your not
3: your, she wasn't representing him, like he had nothing to do with the case, I think, which I think is why it's like. Which is funny because she really just did it off the strength then. She's just like, yo, like, <laughs> like, yo, <laughs> like yo, I know like, yo, <laughs> in a minute, but uh, <laughs> they're on you. Like, get rid of that cell phone. She didn't even need to do it. He had nothing to do with the case, but.
0: So you're saying she was doing another case and he was going to get caught up in it, potentially. Potentially. Like, his name got brought up, so he, like, heads up, like. But he wasn't in it and, and she wasn't currently defending him.
1: The, the. Official Fox Five report. It said investigators say Feegan contacted one of the people involved and told them about an active warrant for his arrest. Later, during a preliminary hearing, it was revealed Feegan had told this man to dispose of his phone before police arrested him.
0: And how they found that out? He didn't dispose of the phone, and she texted him. Probably. <laughs> like,
1: imagine she texted him on the phone. No. Bro, never got rid of. <laughs>
0: Like, bro, like, for real, dude? <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: Sending a text with the hope that he actually gets rid of it and knowing that if he doesn't, you're cooked is insane. <laughs> your whole career is cooked.
1: <laughs> hey, it's me, Nicole. Nicole Feehan. <laughs> Go ahead and throw out that phone.
3: As fast as possible before they come and arrest you in minutes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, they said that case was like an
3: episode of Power. Like, they said it's a whole season, honestly. They said there's too many, t- just too many turns. I think there's, like, controversy with the D.A., too, yeah, this
0: she, is an insane case. She's in some
3: like relationship and like got appointed, or maybe she appointed somebody else, like a bunch of times. I'm kind of rushed his appointments, kind of just because they were in a relationship and it was like misused taxpayer dollars. And I don't know if this case will ever get handled, bruh. So, Prayers for Thug, bruh.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, as a young Thug Super fan, I've been following this case like since he got arrested. There's his account uh, at Thugger Daily? He's been like, or whoever it is that runs the account, they've been posting like threads each day of court hearings, and it's like every day it's like just a play. It's like a it's like a season of power. It's like one. That nigga take like, boy. Damn, bro, might really beat the case. <laughs> like he might really beat the case. I'm like nah, this thing is done. <laughs> it's like every no, no, other no. There's day. this
0: TikTok account <laughs> called "I'm not a lawyer," but and she'll go in because you know at least up to this point, I think they were talking about potentially removing the live streams because like. People would call in and prank sometimes, or it's just I guess they don't want to compromise the case. But um, you know, up to this point at least, there's like live streams of like witness testimonies, just like like as if you were sitting on a bench in the in the um the courthouse, and this girl basically like breaks it down like what happened for that day in the clips. And there's this one, you know, um, person of interest tick, and he just I don't know if y'all seen his testimonies, but son, the way he been like they exonerated him like he um or not exonerated. He took a plea deal, so he he has to testify in the case. But the way he's like he's the one who just the been way dancing, he's dancing around, around the questions, like just pissing off the DA or the prosecutors. Um it's just it's funny. But it, at least up to this point the testimony has been so bogus. It just feel like come on, bro. Like this shit like do y'all really have anything y'all been putting this case together for I mean, years and years and years.
3: That tick moment was kind of big cuz it was like um, he was dancing around so much until Steele threw the book at his ass, and was basically Steele Brian Steele being Young Thug's lawyer was. They were asking him like, "Yo, like, when Thug blew up, <laughs> didn't he offer you hella of opportunities to like better?" Oh yeah, yeah he made bro sound
1: like a loser. <laughs> he was
3: like, like didn't like like didn't my, he was like, didn't, uh, my client Mister Williams like offer you multiple opportunities for like legal work and like an opportunity to rap?" He was like, "Yes." It's like, is it true like? you didn't like you stayed on the block and like kept dealing drugs and like while he like started this amazing rap career, like yes. It's like is it true that like he even after you stayed, like, he paid your rent and like he would help you out whenever you needed help? Like yes. He like, so this YSL brand, like you guys didn't co found anything. Like he was like it sounds like Young Thug was yeah. really the leader or and you were kinda on your side of the thing while he was trying to legitimize legitimize his business and his money um and i was like damn they really got him because he was dancing around he was dancing around questions the whole week and then he he just looked flustered there because like he couldn't he couldn't argue it again he couldn't argue against it that
0: he was like he literally like you went to jail huh he's like did thug ever put money on your books he's like no he's like did thug ever come to see you he's like no I'm like, damn, yo, and you could tell, like, this this eating this eating that ticket, like, fuck, man, like, damn, but I don't know, point is, he's doing his job, man, like, if a nigga had to take a plea deal and testify, he's doing what need to be done, because uh, up to this point, it feel like they don't have shit, I'm just like, bro, we 20 days into the case, and y'all are like, asking bro the most they don't
1: they had the their their gang expert of 15 years apparently he's been investigating YSL <laughs> for 15 years and one of his like key evidence uh key like moments was the cover of super slimy the future and young thug collab and it's like it's the uh free bands logo with thugs ysl logo so it's like a bird and a snake like around the bird's neck <laughs> and the gang lawyer said he took this as a threat to him like the, the nigga investigating He was like This was a threat to him Because Thug man. knew That he was on the case And he knew that, that the owl, What the owl represented And there was another rival gang That the owl represented And he had the snake Choking the owl on purpose As oh a threat to him God, The gang man, investigator bro. And this other <laughs> gang And then Brian still came out And he was like uh, Whatever the nigga Detective's name is He was like Are you familiar With Future's label <laughs> Free dance He was like uh, Why Basically And he was like This is Future's free dance And he was just asking Was it like differentiate an owl between <laughs> like a bird and the nigga just couldn't he was like i'll go up and do more That's research crazy. <laughs> this is their 15 year the no,
3: on apple the apple eagle emoji was, he thought that was a threat to his life everybody knows the three bands mascot
0: they really brought up that the, the point in the case remember when thug and, and, and um thug and going and, and some other nigga got arrested in like the back of the car and he had like you know a little lean couple some pills like couple guns or whatever um and it was, like, this was really supposed to be, like, a linchpin moment in the case. Like, they were like, oh, like, look at this, blah, 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 blah. And then the, 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 the prosecutor was just like, well, like, who was sitting closest to this stuff? Like, there was a third guy in the car, right? And it was like, who was sitting? Because, you know, he going to be the fall guy. It just, it's just silly, bro. I'm tired of it. It's just like, y'all just wasting taxpayer dollars. And
1: it's like, I really thought, like, like, Vance had me scared because I was, like, when when I heard they were using lyrics as evidence, I was like, all right, they don't have much. And Evans was like, no, nah, they definitely got something. I was like, all right, they probably do definitely waiting. have something. Wait- but the more the case <laughs> goes on, it's like, these niggas really got nothing. Stalling and waiting for the jury <laughs>
3: process, like, and trying to get the jury members. Um, and I'm just like, bruh, like, yeah, it's just stalling out. Like, I, I also realized that the DA was Mickey Mouse. You know, I thought it was election year. I thought she was about to boss up,
0: you know? That's what I'm saying. And they talking about she...
3: She's scandalous
0: Wait wait Fannie Willis is not the prosecutor on this case huh
3: Yeah, she she's the DA I think
0: Oh she's the district attorney Oh yeah she is So she's That's what I'm saying bro And she's caught up in her own controversy right. They talking about Was her whole investigation the, the RICO investigation on Trump fraud Because of everything that's coming out I'm just like man This is the I mean the key word is ghetto If you had to sum up this trial In one word Just ghetto Um, Nobody got Got their act together um, nigga, just going to jail, doing illegal shit under the counter, shit. Even the the people who supposed to be prosecuting doing under the table shit. It's just it's just all over the place, man. Um, I hope this this don't end up being a mistrial, cause it's, this is awful. But
3: we, when a mistrial free thug,
0: no, it's gonna restart the trial.
1: I mean, it's one of the. It could be a free or it could be a restart, but based on like Thugger Daily. Wait, like law law experts have been saying is they'll just restart again and have to get. Cause three days ago, I don't know if you guys saw this part, which is how crazy this whole ordeal has been. There was a hack group, hacker group called Lockbit, and they like apparently hacked into like the DA system or whatever Fulton County system, and they were like threatening to leak the jurors' information if the county didn't pay them. One point yeah, one billion dollars. I
3: think that's why they're trying to end the <laughs> how much? <laughs> one point one billion. Like, that's how like billion.
1: crazy <laughs> from a county. <laughs> that's how crazy this whole case has been. Like, they just throwing just unrealistic so storylines out. One point one billion dollars.
4: <laughs>
3: billion with just, a B. Just leak the name, bro. Just leak like the, the KM, name. Nigga, ten m's,
0: five m's, twenty m's. I'm like, okay. One point one billion is just that's a sick ass Like, I don't know, bro. Yeah, they set that deadline. That deadline was two
1: days ago, and I I guess they didn't get paid, but everything just stopped again. So it's another pause in the case.
3: Uh, Yeah, man, it's been almost, what, two years, three years? I'm almost losing track at this point. It's like two
0: years. Yeah, it's crazy, This is supposed to be a speedy trial, man. Isn't that a law? Fast and speedy or whatever? Like, this (laughs) has not been expeditious in no sense of the word. This has been the most long drawn out thing. And I'm just like, for what? I'm like, what damning thing has come out? Like the most damning thing they said was that bro potentially rented, allegedly rented the car that 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 did the drive by.
3: My thing is just like they picked up Gunna and arrested Gunna and then immediately were like, you did nothing. So snitch. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, bro. Like it was on serious. They were using the lyrics, right? Are they
1: still or did those kind of get thrown out?
0: no they're using the lyrics they use they
1: weren't even they wouldn't even they use like one line of the lyrics each time and then uh brian Steele was just basically being like uh can i play the rest of the song oh right. so for full context and the judge the judge has been on like funny shit the whole time the judge was like no you have to wait your day so it's like they're both using lyrics basically but brian still he's about his quote is about to go up crazy <laughs> he's been doing it like, <laughs> Excellent
0: work <laughs> That's hilarious Shout out Brian Steele <laughs> Yeah this is just nasty Just nasty man Just making us look bad To be honest Sorry <laughs> Bro said us Old ass Okay <laughs> just Us as a people man Just Grandpa us as a people man
1: <laughs> Let's get unheard though man Enough of that I play unheard I think I've played it on the pod before But this is hook This is uh How I felt
4: Not my nigga But I want you for myself Bars weak Rap nigga. Need some help, Baby, send me when I rock that baby bell huh. Bitch, that's really how I felt Fuck a nigga, I'ma do this shit myself Fuck a label, I'ma do this by myself You sign that deal, and they put you on the shelf huh. Little nigga, oh well Niggas ops, where they niggas are 12 Pull out the pack, niggas ask what that smell. On the screen, like I do this for my health. H double O, know how it's spelled. Nigga, snails got them motherfucking shells. At your door, I ain't ringing no doorbell. Get that combo, but this ain't no Taco Bell. Hey, hacha I make rules by myself. Bitch, that's how I felt.
0: I I don't like my, I don't like the segment name. Club Che Che. Like, I don't like that. Club Che Che is hilarious. hilarious.
1: (laughs) I just picture you on one couch as Shannon and then the album cover on the other (laughs) couch. You're talking
3: to Blonde Vinyl.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you know what I liked about you when (laughs) track three? I
0: really liked what you did. All right. I don't know what this segment is gonna be. We're gonna call it Club Chay Chay for now. This is a segment where occasionally, you know, I'm gonna bring up a, a album from the past. Um, maybe something that we've forgotten about, something that I've been listening to recently, something that I just wanna show love. Um I'm just gonna bring it out. Dust it off, take it out my cupboard, and um and run it back and share my findings, how I feel about it years later, how that album has been influential in my life whatever it may be this week we're not doing a specific album no i want to talk about spotify um they dropped let me get the exact name right here spotify Spotify classics classics. they picked they picked about a 50 50 split give or take of you know their favorite rap albums what they call them and r&b albums of this streaming era um I just only thirty albums that so I just quickly ring off the names.
3: Not thirty, bro. Just, yeah, I just five say, from say D-
1: some, H- some highlights. R- <laughs> five from
0: All right, fine. Classic, classic rap. Um, damn. I mean, they had Kendrick Lamar. He appeared twice with "Damn" into Pimple Pimp a Butterfly." On the rap side, Tyler had two entries with Flower with Flower Boy and Igor. They had Migos, Culture, Dialit. Playboy Jay-Z 444 Victory Lap Nip And um Ryder Rich Please excuse me Um Name Please excuse me For being anti-social For being anti Um And then on the R&B side Man we had Salon Seat at the table We had Scissor Control Beyonce Renaissance Freudian Daniel Caesar Made an appearance Cleo Soul Mother Anti by Rihanna, Bryson Tiller, Trap Soul. Beyonce also had Lemonade over at Summer Walker, Ego Dead, The Internet. I really like the R&B side. Um, let's, let's, let's go through some, some per, superlatives. Of all these albums on the rap side, what what do you think age the best? What do you find? And you can interpret it however you like. What, what did you love then that you still love now? What did you maybe love a little bit then that you love way more now? What is an album that made you feel a way then, but you feel differently about now, in a good way? Like, however you want to take it.
3: Mm, on the rap side?
0: On the rap side,
1: Tyler's on here three times, actually. Flower Boy, Igor, and, oh, you said... And Call Me If
0: You Get Lost. I didn't even... That's a little bit of That's crazy. But... I'm not going to lie. I'll be the one to say it. I will agree. And before we even get into it, I didn't like that, man. I'm like, all right, we only picking 15 or so albums from East side. I get it. Beyonce is a great artist. He, we can probably name three. I don't know if the streaming era. We can probably name three albums. We can make argument for for Beyonce in the streaming era that deserve to be on this list. But we couldn't just represent her one time and maybe give that spotlight to another artist. Like I didn't like that of the of the fifteen rap songs or whatever they have on here. Sixteen rap songs. Five of them are just by Kendrick and Tyler. And I'm like, great. <laughs> I know that. I know everybody knows they're great. Like, let's highlight Man, are we gonna talk some about other the, albums. The
3: elephant in the room. There's no what? There's no Drake on here.
0: No Drake on here. I didn't even mention three that. Three Tyler and no the Drake. The poster board, of the show me the uh, money.
3: Era. Show me the. I want to follow the paper trail. Who's getting paid? Because that's disgusting work. And I'm not
1: even here to shit on Tyler or the gas up Drake, but
3: three to zero ratio. You could run a simulation.
1: It's important to note a little a little editor's note. Um, Spotify did their Rap Caviar series on Hulu, and guess who the first episode was?
3: Tyler Crater.
1: Okay, yeah, just a little editor's note, a little context as to why maybe three Tyler would appear on a Spotify list. Oh, it really was Tyler. That's crazy. Yeah, Agenda.
3: Anyway, I think I'm going to take Dirty Sprite 2 as the album that aged the best for me in terms of like my favorite songs still sound like the same that they did when I first liked them.
1: Yeah, I was looking through the list of the rap, the one that I was like, if I was to replay one right now, and I would be like excited and wouldn't feel like a kind of a hassle, it would be dirty. Yeah, I think
0: too. that's consensus of this of this list. Um I think it's just it it stands out the most, the most no brainer. It sounded incredible mm-hmm. then, in his age, like a fine this a fine cognac, man. Like it is great um
3: victory lap as well i was a huge fan of that project i don't know about y'all but like i, I was late to nipsey unfortunately like kind of right when he passed like a little bit before because i had some roommates that were big nipsey fans but
0: like i love victory lap like that was a really really solid album that one summer yeah it came out around the same time as astral okay album. i would say underrated though on this list somehow um that i think in this i viewed it in a similar light as ds2 to wear. If I ran these if I ran this album back, I would have similar feelings. Like culture, man. I feel like I don't know if they just got played out at the time, but that is a really really potent like just staple of the streaming era like a tr- a true classic.
1: I think Culture was gonna be my pick But I thought about it I was like I play culture in the ground Like I still don't know If I can listen to that album That's how much I played that album When it first came out
3: It might be one of the most important Of those classics If we're doing that As like a superlative Like It's definitely one of the most Kind of air defining Of those Like Yeah 444 was cool But like Nobody else gave us like a 444 You know So it was But like culture dropped And it was kind of like Like we don't get oozy without culture Like we do
0: But you know Bad and Bougie was like a whole new level for him at that time. All right. Are there any on this rap side that look like "Mm, they don't look like the others? Do they not belong here? Is it too early to call them a classic? Um, Are there any out here that that jump off the page, fellas?
3: Get call me if you get lost out of here, man.
0: Okay. (laughs) Okay.
3: Get that Freddie Gibbs out of here. I ain't going to lie. Nah, Freddy, Freddy but, gibbs is a classic. but only only it's only because i'm biased because i think the freddie gibbs and currency project is like their best project whatever that one was called but fetty but i mean you can leave that just get get one of these tylers off of here man i'm sorry i'm hating <laughs> i'm hating and like if anybody should like ugh, never mind I could argue, season 2 you, just, you gotta let those I could opinions argue, I could argue XXX should have more than one album on here before Tyler oh
1: never mind. Mm. we should <laughs> <laughs> um, and
3: if we're if we're going if we're going off of what's this name
0: I'm gonna to bring me. up one that I, I I don't agree with it. I know why it's on here I understand it I don't think it would be on mine I, I felt like that then I feel like that now damn bro I'm glad you said Damn I was gonna say Damn I'm just like I don't damn. I don't know bro I don't I... Damn's better than To
3: Pimp a Butterfly Nah no. no. It is Y'all niggas No boom, bro. I didn't I
1: niggas, didn't know we, I didn't know I don't know like Damn like like I didn't, shit, that I didn't Civil like Damn As much as other people Alright <laughs> Y'all like that Civil Rights <laughs> It's important test. to Contextualize Jonathan, the album
3: Jonathan Major's album Bro
1: It's important to Contextualize when the Album came out And what was going on At the time
3: Damn has better songs. I'm sorry, Element. Damn, DNA, damn is watered down. Kendrick, it's pride, like humble. it's a
1: smart person dumbing themselves down for mass appeal. That's why I never really liked Damn that much. It was like Kendrick watering himself down. Hey, I agree. But, that's that's
0: based on my opinion in that shit. No need to say the same thing. I feel the same way about Damn. Not that it's not good. It's Kendrick, but that album just did not. It just didn't. It didn't feel. It felt like uh. Like I can see where you, I can see why you're doing this, especially because what what was Drake? Was this was this competing? This wasn't competing with views. This was competing with more that life.
1: 2017 is more life. Yeah.
0: And that was a, that was a storyline at the time. Like, is Drake? Because up to that point, like Kendrick had never really outsold Drake, but this was the year he finally did it. And I feel like maybe because of that, that was like a big storyline. And it's a good album. Like I don't know, but. Also, man, the Roddy Rich, bro.
1: Let's be for real, bro. All right, so if Roddy Rich doesn't drop uh, the album after, please excuse me for being antisocial. I'm just asking, opinion? bro. Is it a classic? Like if, if his follow up wasn't a miss, if his follow up wasn't a miss, I feel like you don't have that opinion. Is this
0: still some you putting on ties and you're enjoying genuinely? Like in this day and age, I never cared for Roddy Rich. You. <laughs> Am I it's hating? Am I being a hater on this Roddy Ridge, bro? Come on. I'm not caught. Call- it's, a, it's a good no, album. No, is it a classic, not. though?
3: It had a good, like, the box The Bix, The box was good, but I don't know about classic. I don't know about not classic. Not
1: when you have these other albums in here. Ah, y'all about to make me defend Roddy Rich. I don't want to defend Roddy Like At the time, like, it, this is one of those albums that's, like, really hard to gauge as a classic. Because at the time, it had, like, instant classic feel. The way everybody was talking about it. And the way every song was going up. Well, looking back, it would be
0: painful for me to re-listen to that album. That's what I'm saying, bro. It's like, damn, That's all I'm saying. <laughs> that can't be a classic. It it's painful It can't be a too. classic. But I just remember at that and, time, and, and I think that would fit my superlative of something where, like, I I, I never got to that point seeing it a, as a classic. It was a really good album. There were really good songs on here, but I, my my biggest critique was always that, like, okay, like, what's what's if this is the start, this is a great starting spot, but you sound like a bunch of other people who are also very popular at this time and it's like you're doing it good but you are kind of it's almost like the logic thing where like his first project has all he did in a different way but same argument um yeah i'm not gonna get too much into this because it was a good album that was just one that stood out the damn i would agree i don't know if they call me if you get lost i don't know if that's a classic the igor i would definitely give it to the igor and the flower boy though um but yeah, all right. Let's let's touch on the, the r and side here. I think this was much more clear cut. This was a way better list to me, except the Renaissance. I like the Renaissance, but you already put Lemonade on here. You don't think Renaissance was? I do, but it just came out. We couldn't say this for a, a later edition. Damn, like she just finished the tour. <laughs>
1: I think it's a little early. It's, as it's well. been over it.
0: <laughs> he just finished the tour. <laughs> For
4: real though, it
3: is, it is like a little early. I feel like to
4: call
0: it's like it. a Hall of Fame. Like yes, Br- we know Brady's going in the Hall of Fame. We're, we still going to wait five years though, and he's going to be first ballot. But it didn't need to be on here. That's what I'm
1: saying. Some some albums you just know immediately. Y'all y'all are saying Renaissance isn't. No, I'm saying it's, it's a classic. Mahomes. But you don't it's have to. It's first ballot. It, but I still want to give it. It's a second. Can we give year. it some
0: time to just. So we can we just do this formula? Like, can we just give it the, the time period? Like, I don't want to see, like, I don't know. That's just me. Maybe that's weird. Like, all these other albums have come out. None of these albums came out post, other than the Jasmine Sullivan. That was, what, 2021? Everything else is, like, pre... Yeah. pre Alright, and the Cleo Soul. Everything else is, like, pre-2020. 2020 and earlier. It's kind of just a weird list. It's not terrible,
3: though. Like, what did you say, Taj? It's just safe. Yeah,
1: Yeah, safe. it feels like they're being very safe for the intro. I, I wanted to do one of the chances of the superlatives. This was advances, too. of was just like, did it move the needle? So,
0: like, you can just pick whatever R&B projects. You All right, let's define it. moving the needle. Just, like, did it, just it shift the game? Like, <laughs> did it make other artists try to emulate something? Like, what what is our criteria? Like,
1: there's a clear BC, like, before this album and after this album, line like you can tell like,
3: whether it's in their own artistry or whether it's in the genre. Like, which mm, one? Yeah. okay,
0: I'm trying to formulate my argument. I know which one I want to pick. I'm trying to to get why I'm picking it. I'll go quickly. It's control.
3: Control moved the needle when it comes to almost. It felt like the bedroom popification of like R and B, like a girl really just writing songs, getting her shit off but it was also like caption music, but it was also music that like guys could listen to cause they were like cool songs and you know, it had good features like, and I think it just set up such a precedent and now seeing where Scissors is at, like it had to, it was, it's such a, a needle mover. I feel like looking back.
1: Control, yeah, that's definitely a first ballad classic. Like as soon as you heard that one, as soon as I heard Control, I was like, yeah, that's a classic. It's you wouldn't
0: expect this from me. You would expect it from Todd Money. But the Trap Soul, bro. Um I'm willing to give give credit where credit is due. Um I'm not gonna say he was the first to do it. Definitely not. But this this heavy just blend where everything, like the backdrop of basically every R and B song feel like, like the over it happens because of something like Trap Soul. Like people really Liking something like that That whole just The underlay of every R&B song Is just Heavy trap Like heavy 808s Like Very much Rhythmic So I would give it I, would. I mean it kind of influenced hmm? My fault Go ahead
3: I mean it felt like kind of a, Talking about the trap sound It kind of influenced Summer Walker That's what I'm saying it, That's what
0: I'm saying right? Over it doesn't I don't know if it doesn't happen But it doesn't happen in the same way If it ain't for trap soul. That's what I'm saying so I would give it to that. That was that was a that was a needle good move. Team. Did you did you see
1: the uh little paragraph they wrote about Daniel Caesar's Freudian? Since you mentioned trap soul, they wrote a picture of Daniel Caesar. Yeah, it was like Daniel Caesar went against the grain as trap soul was becoming the norm. Uh, that was just the first line of their paragraph. That's a good. That's a good. That's a that's, that's a an good, insane that's a good
3: open line. N- that's an insane <laughs> sentence I don't know if it
0: went it. against the grains um, as much but like it's it, like the most traditional R&B song but I feel like I feel like it was needed at the time like it was it was definitely something different than what we was than what we was used to at that moment
3: sounds a little bit coded that, that sentence and get those traps sna-
1: get those is. trap yeah. snares
4: out of here and give us uh, yeah, some angelic like crazy
1: too. <laughs> They said the Toronto Balladeer merges his gospel soul pop and indie sensibilities into Freudian, a ten track masterpiece that's unmistakably R and B. Oh nah.
3: He <laughs> said that others he said those <laughs> trap snares are <laughs> fake R and B. Get that shit. So
0: you're out saying of just proven no. Right. Right, I, I just gave it a trap soul problem, so I obviously you can't have an no opinion, but there's no denying. Like Freudian it belongs here. It's it's an undeniable classic. Damn the last thing is crazy too. This shit was
1: very coded. It said Freudian is a testament to R and B's enduring appeal and the genre's capacity. To reference the past, present, and future in its purest form, bro. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> just coded language throughout.
3: They said those snares and eight oh eights is not real
1: R and B. Get that shit out the arena. Shit's not pure. <laughs> now nah, you
0: can you can still you can still turn Freddie. and all. like that shit still sound as good as it did. Facts. I was even, and it's not on here, but the I know he got a lot of flack for that sophomore project. Um I'll always blank on the name.
3: I would That one's a
0: good John though. That's that one John. has that aged on like here. fine wine. There, there. I have, to, I have to be. Um, are we talking um, Bryson Tiller or Daniel season? Daniel season. Well, I'm just, I'm just tripping off the Taylor name of the album, bro. bro. Let me, let me put it up. <laughs> I <literally> listen to <laughs> I was, it all the I was time. shocked. I was I was like damn,
1: it. nobody likes that album. Case Study O One. Case
0: Study 01. I still listen to that album all the time, bro. It is, it is, it has gotten better with time. That is, that is, that is, that is. I don't know if it had the impact to no, call no, it a I'm true classic, classic, but it definitely has aged well, and it's, it's teetering on that. Like very, very great album, very, I mean, very I potent. Album. B-
3: I think it might be the best. It might be the best project in his discography. To be honest, it might. i was gonna say
1: I'm not the biggest uh, Daniel Caesar fan, but if anybody's gonna have like three on this
0: list, his discography, each three could be on That's the crazy list. Crazy he's like that. Yeah, no doubt. Nice. Yeah, this was, all in all, yeah. I mean, this is the first time, if if, it's just, if this, does anybody know, is this, like, one entry? Are they going to be doing this? What, up, just in and out? Uh Let's see. Stream has transformed, blah, blah, blah. celebrating no matter the era.
1: Yeah, Spotify Classics is our first ever program to celebrate catalog music for the first iteration. We're looking at albums from the streaming era, 2015 to present day. So, it seems like this was just, like, like one. like a theme, streaming, theme, streaming
0: era. Like, era. Yeah. <laughs> so the next one's probably gonna be a different Mm, theme well if this is not iterations then i'm even more disappointed that artists really got more than (laughs) an entry (laughs) like i would have just like it would have been nice to see some some other here. like (laughs) spread some of the (laughs) right
3: like what (laughs) this is only one iteration
1: i'm surprised you get mad about uh, yeah well i guess we just learned it's not one iteration but young boy i'm saying no
0: young boy it's just like i thought this was AI I Alien thought this Boy was the first a Classic. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm just yeah. This is kind of sick now.
1: Undeniable. If we was picking sixteen,
0: like yeah, too. I mean, if, I don't know. if, We spent a lot of time on this topic, but maybe we we bring it for a future episode. We make our own. We just follow their criteria, pick sixteen albums, and like we combine on it or something. Pick sixteen 16 are from crazy. each, like not each, but we combine or something. Come up with our own list because if this was my only I mean, thing of the streaming Club era, does. Ch- there's a lot that belong on here. This is not my list, though. Yeah. Three Tylers is insane. No That's sick work. When he is, no Drake he is, is insane.
3: The nigga invented streaming.
0: Yeah, I don't know. If you're reading this... Yeah, that, that was a no-brainer. If you're reading this, it is, was like you know, the marker. Is,
3: Drake is Apple. Drake is Mr. Apple. So... Yeah. Definitely was personal. I love how they think that, like, means something to Drake. <laughs> like, it's like a... <laughs> fuck you like I mean I guess like it's promo but at the same time it's like man this nigga's not worrying about the damn Spotify classics list you just need to All end right, the politics a good. end the politics good
0: iteration yeah this is end the, in politics. the politics support club Che yeah. Che over C C Spotify five. this classics. is a 7 out of 10 list
3: it's a good way to rap though um
0: any last words no oh, man just tapping on the socials bro um I heard podcast 1 insta or I heard podcast One, insta I heard pop 1 Twitter. If you listen to
1: this far into the episode,
0: please repost
1: the episode. Please share the episode. Anybody you know that listens to music, likes music, you thought of, send it to them. It, this By the time you hear it, it's going to sound like a crisp 45, 50 minute conversation amongst three pals. This has been weeks, months long <laughs> of technology turmoil, a lot of hard work, a lot of planning, a lot goes into the podcast. So every share, every piece of support goes a long way. That's my last words. Facts. Nice. Unheard on Vance. I'll close
3: it out then. This is uh, Florida rapper, you know, introduced by two time MVP Lamar Jackson. Um, this is Murder Dance by Lotion. Oh,
2: Poor, I do so. Walk in my cup and I'm sipping. I'm floating. yeah I like a pigeon. I got all these reps, but it's still something missing She get on her knees like a Christian When I go up this switch, they gon' need a and my buy her a bag, but they ain't tippin' When I walk in my show, they try tell me Can't bring in my cup, and these fuck niggas trippin' I'ma pop me this plate, then I go ahead dive in it One and I'ma hit my limit And I'm goin' up fast, I can blow in a minute I can't spend no more, on my going I'ma go to the Dash and they land when I'm in mean it I can't buy it twice, so it's raining And them young niggas go, they gon' spin when I said it I'm callin' the shots, I'm lieutenant Uh up, I do that on a daily, I put crumb out on my lady. Uh wanna put me, I need lease attainin', I can't rag out till they pay me. Uh I'm so slamming, do my murder dance, tell my step out, I'm so wavy. Uh about it I can't leave alone, I need your love, girl, call me crazy. Been so bad, I just might my spinner bag and buy roses on a daily. Uh Please don't judge me, girl, I'm multi-sessin'. I got choppers like the navy. Uh I don't feel no love I'm on no lovin', I'm all too much drugs, that's why my eyes so lazy. Uh, Fuck them bitches, girl, you all I need On my at Jamaica, have my baby I don't wanna talk unless they pay me On oh, my switches and throw bullets like I'm Brady That pussy so good I'm going crazy but I trust me cause I'm slimy and I'm shady I was stuck at the bottom like a daisy Now I'm winning, all these pussy niggas hate me Same niggas I kill for, switched up on me Up and left me lonely, I don't let it phase me uh, it up, I do that on the daily. I put chrome out on my lady. Uh, wanna but me, I need Lisa and I can't rag out till they pay me. Uh, I'm so slamming through my murder dance. it's time my step out, I'm so wavy Uh, about bada, I can't leave alone. I need your love, girl. Call me crazy.
3: Podcast over, dog.